Well, hi, welcome to another episode of Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki, and I am really excited about this year. I feel like we are on the precipice of expansion that we haven't really experienced before. And that's, um, don't worry, I'm not going into the land of the woo-woo and talking in euphemisms and stuff. I really feel like the frequency is increasing. I know it is because, boy, when I do my energy reports and I give the updates both on social media and within my app, (laughs) that's what I'm being told is that there's a bunch of expansion happening at rates we've not had before. And that can be difficult. You know, that can be tricky to navigate. And that's part of the reason this podcast came out and why I created it a couple years ago, because I wanted to get ahead of that and not completely knowing what the shifts were. I'm good, but I can't possibly know what the entire world is going to create two years from the time that I have an idea. However, I wanted this information to be available and readily absorbable, real straight talk about how to not only develop your intuition, but to appreciate your own sensitivities, your own empathic nature, your connectiveness to other things in the world, and then most especially your connectedness to yourself. And this episode is an extension of the ones I've been doing once a month with this little book I wrote in 2012 and admittedly have not been back to to update and everything. But the reason I wrote the book is I wanted the subject matter to be applicable throughout time. And you know what's pretty funny is I realized that now as I visit these chapters and I read them, and yes, I am reading them because I cannot do this from memory. And I want to honor the book that did get written and published. But I am realizing that they really are what I had intended way back in two, 10 years ago. 10. <laughs> oh, it was 10 years ago. Okay. So, but it proves my intention and my point that it really is something that could carry out through time. And that's what practicality and that's what good grounded advice is, I think. it's We're humans, we're not all that complicated, but when you add in the intuitive level, it can get a little tricky. So as I read these chapters, I'm reminded of when I wrote the book and visiting that, which is really tough time in my life. My husband was really ill at the time and there was a lot to juggle. And as I was writing these things and going through some of my own expansion, I felt like I really identified with whomever would be reading the book. And that's where we learn best, right? By those who have gone before, who can maybe help, who admittedly, I do not know everything, but I bring my experience, my intuition, and the knowledge of other humans that I've worked with that I've been so blessed to work with. So this chapter, get to the point, Vicki, is about inner turmoil. And it's the last one in the first section of the book, which is about identifying. And the book is called, Everyone Has an It, 
a guide to help you accept, accentuate, and appreciate yours. And the premise of the it is all of the chapters, yes, it was mostly channeled, but (laughs) all of the chapters have the letters in the first word will be an I, the second word will be a T, so that you create the it. And these are the aspects that we all have within us. So not necessarily the it factor, but the acronym to help us remember. So inner turmoil, get comfy, and I'll read you a chapter. (laughs) So Webster defines turmoil as a state of or condition of extreme confusion, agitation, or commotion. I am sure that we can all remember times when this has been the case in our lives, where we didn't know whether we were coming or going, what we wanted, or how we could even get it. Of course, the fact that it is inner turmoil signifying the interior landscape of our mental and emotional selves can make that turmoil even more frightening. What is it about looking within that's so scary? Why is it that when asked to connect to how we are feeling, there is an immediate need to check for exits in the room and any way out possible? For some, this may come from the experience that they had growing up in their world. For others, it may be an innate wiring that makes them freak out at the mention of emotions. And still for others, there may be a fear that if they show their emotions, someone will have a comment or two about how they are acting, likely because of what they experienced in childhood. It really doesn't matter how we got there though, for if we can realize that today is when that could change, there would be many more connected people in the world, connected to self as well as to others people who are interested in their fullest expansion and recognizing that anything that is created, that feeling of turmoil is actually our ally. The one true friend that will tell you when you're not in alignment and when you are venturing into territory that does not best serve you. I had an experience myself around the time when I wrote this book where my desire to help and a system that is not ready to hear of my help as an intuitive were in conflict. So when I hear a news report or a story from another source, there's often an internal indication of whether what is being offered is the truth or is in fact fabricated. I can also feel when there is more information to be found, but perhaps the parties involved are not looking in the right direction. And that was the case back in 2012 when we had an incident in town where someone lost their life. I felt immediately where that person was and that they had information pertinent to their case, but because they had passed, they felt like no one would listen. So enter Vicki sitting quietly on her couch, minding her own business. I was actually writing a newsletter I remember vividly (laughs) and while I was happy to help the victim, I wasn't really sure what to do with the information. I asked a friend of mine who works closely with law enforcement, hoping for guidance or perhaps reassurance that they were aware of this information and were working to help the victim. We had been texting and I thought it was a perfect opening. Little did I know, 
I realized that it would seem that I would be privy to all information, but that's not true. Or I would be living quite well off the lottery and not worrying about it impacting my abilities. Being intuitive does not mean you get the answers to everything in life. And as most of you can identify, connecting to our own stuff is challenging within itself. So I didn't realize that she would take the information. I also trusted her. I want to say that. I also really trusted this person to listen, maybe be the confidant I had been for her and not to run right in and hand it over to the proper authorities. So needless to say, they were not pleased that I had information that had been gleaned in the manner of communicating with the one who had crossed, as well as with my friend who delivered the information. I was fine with them not wanting the information, but it did bring up a lot of inner turmoil for me, both regarding the data, the information I had, and how they treated my friend but also how my friend treated me by not honoring our conversation or at least not asking permission if she could bring it because being in this occupation, I was well aware of the doubt that existed. And I actually like a little doubt. I think we should be a little skeptical, especially if someone says they can see all and know all. So you know how when you work on yourself and you're feeling you're in a great place and then something or someone comes along to help you reach that next level of understanding? Yeah, (laughs) that was this opportunity for me. And was it because someone felt the information wasn't valid or because I wasn't? Was it either of those? And ouch! I thought I had moved past that and evidently not. So I had to look at it and allow myself to have some frustration with the system, with the friend, and then get to the heart of it for myself. Did you know that most people work with me as a coach because they want to move forward in their professional lives? And then they realize once we start working together that it's a whole person approach and I am going to help them move through their blocks their fears, some of the trauma they've experienced, and to create a much more aligned life. So many times I hear, this is not what I thought I was signing up for. And that's such wonderful feedback to have because if you're signing up and working with a coach and everybody does it the same, are you really being seen as an individual? At Vicki Baird Coaching, I do it all as an individual and I would love to work with you. Go to vickybaird.com to check it out and see if you'd like to work with me. I trusted what I knew. I did value the information received. And truth be told, those that have crossed are more honest than those that are here most of the time. So I really do trust them when they give me information. So the inner turmoil wasn't in what the authorities were willing to accept or not. It was within me and my belief in not only what I can do, but who I am. I'm grateful for the opportunity, but even more grateful to my practice of checking in and making sure that what I am feeling is really what I'm feeling and not some story 
that my inner drama queen wants to tell and get caught up in. I also realized that even though I felt somewhat responsible for the information being released, I could acknowledge that my friend chose to bring it to their attention and was therefore responsible for her own choices and perhaps could learn what her inner turmoil was for the process. Why did she need to be seen as some kind of hero? And the most important thing I learned from this process was that if I'm good with me and I trust when something comes up that I can handle it, the inner turmoil becomes quiet and is an exception rather than the reality. It just doesn't talk as much because I really believe that my subconscious, my conscious mind, my metaconscious, and all of me knows that I will listen now. And that's the key to resolving inner turmoil is being willing to listen. So where is your inner turmoil? Where are you conflicted in a decision that you need to make? Are you allowing someone else's perceived opinion of you to create the roller coaster of emotions within you? I'm going to ask you to take a few moments and ask yourself where you feel that rolling of your tummy or the fluttering of your heart and how is it associated with a situation in your life? Because we often feel in our bodies what our intelligent self does not want to listen to. If you can pay attention to how you're feeling and if there's any physical sensation, you will often get a clue as to where the inner turmoil is. I mean, it's inner, it's inside there, right? And that could be that you feel a sense of anxiousness or your head just runs away with a story. That could also be an indication of inner turmoil. When you've identified the sensation, the feeling, the experience, take one small action to unwind those emotions and move forward with them towards peace. So one small step could be facing them, could be having that conversation of, I know you feel persecuted, but that's not really what's going on here. They're just saying without evidence, this is not pertinent. And as an aside, even though I knew I didn't murder the person, it was quite intense to be interviewed as a suspect, I have to say. No, I didn't get dragged into a room with no windows, but it was still <laughs> pretty intense. So if you tap into what is going on for you, how you're feeling, and at, at any point, our bodies will indicate to us they're, they're a wonderful, great, big pendulum that is communicating at all times. So if you learn to take and understand the emotion and then unwind it. So when I was feeling fear around being questioned, I did in that moment take really deep breaths and even told the captain, you're going to have to hold on a moment. I need to take a breath and collect myself because one, I'm not sure you're going to understand what I'm telling you. And two, I just need to make sure that I'm grounded when I communicate towards you or with you, sorry. 
So if it's a relationship that's causing the feeling of turmoil, you may have to have one of those courageous conversation with the person it involves. You may have to check in with yourself to see what is that emotion and then process that, deal with that before you have the conversation. When you are aware of inner turmoil and you realize that it's not going to you know, take you out in this moment and you realize, I don't really have to panic about this. I just need to understand it. You can work through some of this stuff before you actually have the conversation with the other person. And I would recommend that anyway, because anything that you're coming into with a bunch of built up emotion, it's not necessarily going to help you uh, because people put their defenses up because it triggers their inner turmoil. So above all, realize that you are in charge of your emotions. Do you need to hear that again? You are in charge of your emotions. I'm well aware that experiences will happen and that you will have sensitivities, triggers, buttons, annoyances, pet peeves, but you're still in charge of all of that. So what that means to me is empowerment. That means that you can connect to, understand your feelings, and then unwind them so there isn't a turmoil anymore. It becomes inner peace. So you're shifting from inner turmoil to peace. And that's a gift that is priceless to give oneself. And it's also something that will ripple out of you into the world when you're aware that whatever the situation is, you have some skills to be able to handle it. And at the most, your emotions won't be in charge of wherever you are at that moment. So it's a healthy way to connect with self and yet stay centered in your knowing that above all, you are the one who gets to say how you feel and how you show up in the world and how you present in any type of situation or relationship. So I went a little off script here because there was information coming in about inner turmoil that's been updated after 10 years. And I guess the guides just wanted you to know that. So thank you. Again, the book, everyone has in it. It will be updated at some point along with the other book I'm writing right now um, to become the guides to help you as well as I can. And we'll do this together and understand that turmoil is not terminal, um, but it is a good indication of where you're putting your energy at the time and just ask yourself, it could, could it be unwound and better serve somewhere else? Thank you so much. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world 
at vickybaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.